Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September. And after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, I'm Lissa Figgins, and you're tuning in to the Repurposed After 40 podcast. If you're an after 40 woman, or will be one day, who struggles to keep all the plates spinning, I see you. And if you long to simplify the demands in your time, resources, and energy, this is the place for you. Each week, I invite you to push pause and join me to consider how to clear the clutter in your life, home, and business. We're all about creating a simplified and spacious life that allows you to do less and live more. One of the best tips I can give you is to start your day with a simplified morning plan that focuses on what matters most before the demands of the day take over. That's why I put together a free resource just for you. So be sure to visit lissafiggins.com forward slash AM or grab the link in the show notes. Now, let's dive into today's episode and create a simplified life. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming, the Simplify Your Stuff Summer Challenge. Are you ready to feel free? We're just coming off the holiday weekend in the U.S. where we're celebrating our freedom, yet so many of us live every day in bondage to our stuff. Whether we admit it or not, it's by our own doing. We can't blame it on anyone or anything else, including the media and advertisers. But before we move on, let's do a quick recap of where we've been. On episode 68, we talked about the cost of clutter. The top, top five costs are wasted time, energy, and resources, stress, comparison, burden on yourself and others, and distraction. And the top five benefits of simplifying, more to invest with good return on investment, more freedom, more peace, more contentment, more generosity, more focus. Wow. And as we'll get to today, that more freedom. In episode 69, we talked about clearing the clutter for good because many of us have two common misconceptions. We think that organizing is the same as simplifying. It's not. Let's be honest, it's all still the same stuff. You're just moving it around to make it look pretty. It might feel better, but it doesn't actually address the root issues of all you have and why you keep adding more. And the other misconception, that simplifying means you have to get rid of all your stuff and be miserable. And that's not what it's about either. It's really not about what you're giving up. It's about what you're gaining. 
In episode 70, we talked about simplifying with a purpose. Because if you don't know your why, it's really hard to start. It's easy to quit. And it's certainly not going to be sustainable, right? Don't do it because you should or because it's a trendy thing to do. Do it because it will help you create space for what you really want to invest your life in. We ended the episode asking, if time, money, and energy were not an issue, what would you invest in? Today, let's focus on how you want your life to feel. Scattered, distracted, buried, or spacious, intentional, and purposed? It's kind of a silly question, since no one would honestly admit to wanting the first list, yet most of us live in homes that are stuffed, with schedules that are jam-packed, and screens that keep enticing us to add more. Is that right? I know you're ready to start clearing out, and we'll get to that soon, I promise, but the worst thing we can do is declutter and then just continue the cycle of consumption, such that that space just fills up with different stuff. First, we need to figure out how you've got where you are in the first place. It was just the other day that my husband and daughter were trying to convince me that I needed a watermelon slicer. I guess it's kind of like an apple slicer that creates neat uniform slices of watermelon in one fell swoop. Now I do have the smaller apple version, but the thought of having a blade with two handles large enough to take on a watermelon in my kitchen cabinets made my answer very clear. I don't need a watermelon slicer. My old fashioned kitchen knife does just fine, especially for as little as I use it on a watermelon. Besides, I'm in a simplified mindset right now, so adding more did not tempt me in the slightest. But I have to be honest, it's not always that easy to walk away, especially when it's that cute top at Target or another book on Amazon. Are you with me too? We live in a very distracting world. Phones, computers, TV, watches, always streaming, buy this, subscribe now, check this out. Did you know that in 2022, The average person sees around 10,000 ads per day. That's double what it was back in 2007. That's a lot that we're being exposed to. And it's scary to think about what it will be like in another 15 years. It's no wonder that we're surrounded by a culture of consumption, comparison, and collection. Accumulating just feels natural and normal. And it's way too easy with just one click. And that compound effect, it adds up. That's what's led to the average home containing over 300,000 items. Yes, you heard that right, over 300,000 items. And just like Madame Blueberry, now, if you don't know the VeggieTales cartoon episode I'm referencing from when your kids were young, you should definitely go back and check it out because the lesson is really for adults. She is promised that happiness waits at the stuff mart and wanting what others have and what the salesmen have to offer and let me, let me tell you, it's a wacky list of unnecessary items, but not unlike our own, the carts start filling up and create a train to her treehouse, which starts overloading it so much the treetop is nearly touching the ground until she suddenly has a revelation. I don't need this. To which the salesman replies, who needs any of this stuff? But we know you want it. Deciding she doesn't want more, she walks or bounces because she's around blueberry, you know, and soon all the stuff is removed and her treehouse is upright again and she is content. Seriously, you got to go check out that episode. We all know that buying does not equal being happy, but too often we look a lot like Madame Blueberry. What she learns is that she can be content with what she has or even less because while all the stuff was delivered to her house, it did not deliver to her heart the fulfillment that she thought it would. 
Instead, it created a burden and it caused, it caused stress and it robbed her of true freedom and lasting joy. And it does the same thing for us too. I'm really loving this book, The More of Less by Joshua Becker. And in it, he points out, we go along with the carnival of consumerism, only occasionally feeling a twinge of doubt about whether something might be wrong with it at all. Too true. That's why we're talking about this now. Because the first step in changing anything in our life is to recognize the blind spots and what we are ignoring, whether that's been intentional or not. We may not think we're being influenced by the world and its agendas around us, but it's really hard to hide. And if we don't see it, it's hard to do something about it. So the question is, who's to blame for all our stuff? It's easy to point the finger at the external factors, like how we were raised or all those advertisers or social media, isn't it? But again, that's not going to fix the problem of continuing to accumulate more stuff because really it's about us. I know I've mentioned this in the podcast a few times and it bears repeating everything in your home, in your life and in your world is there because you chose it. Either you chose to bring it in or you allowed someone else to, and you allowed it to stay. Now I share that again, not to make you feel bad about your decisions, but to give you hope that if the problem stems from you, the solution also comes from you too. Isn't that good news, my friend? If you're brave enough, go back and track your spending for the past 30, 60, or 90 days. Or if that feels like too much, just add up how much you've spent with one click on Amazon. It's crazy how $10 here, $15 there, another 20 here adds up. And how many times have you looked at the credit card statement and you have no idea what it's all for? Yeah, me too. So let's change that. It starts by becoming aware of your buying decisions and recognizing how much of a problem it is all by your choice. No one is forcing you to buy their stuff. They're just conveniently placing it in front of you, right? Now there's a lot of psychology behind advertising. They know exactly how to play to your inadequacies and your insecurities. And although we all have the same basic needs, we all have different values that motivate our behavior, both good and bad. Remember, I mentioned that simplifying is a journey to discovering your purpose, your vision, and your priorities. I'm going to warn you, this is about to get personal in a good way, because that's how you'll change. Once you get down to the root of why you have so much, then stuff will no longer have a hold on you. So are you willing to do the work with me? Don't worry. I've been asking myself these same questions as I fill more boxes and bags than I thought possible with the stuff in my home that I don't need as part of this challenge. And let me tell you, it's freeing. So in his book, Joshua Becker identifies the top three personal motivations, security, acceptance, and contentment. The common thread is that no matter which one or combination of the three are at the top of your list, we are all looking to things to meet our needs. So let's take a look in the mirror. First, security. Ask yourself, am I buying stuff because I think it will keep me safe in the future in an insecure world? And if so, what is that costing me in the present? Truthfully, there are things that are essential in this world, but the line between needs and wants gets blurred. How much is really for safety and how much is really just for our comfort? Often we spend too much time working to pay for all the things we need and the home to house it all, thinking it'll provide lasting security. But is the need to accumulate more actually distracting us from investing in what really brings security? The richness of relationships with family and friends. You see, caught up in the pursuit of more, we overestimate the security of possessions and undervalue the safety of healthy relationships. 
Why not free yourself from the need to build up for the, for the what ifs and invest your time, money, and energy in people right now instead? Next, acceptance. Ask yourself, am I buying stuff because I think it will make me feel like I fit in with those I want to be around? For me, thinking about how I look and fit in started back in junior high. And at nearly 50, it still shows up in my own insecurities from time to time. It's human nature to want to be normal, but really, who are we allowing to define that? Is it normal to have a full closet with certain labels? Is it normal to have a house with rooms we don't use? Is it normal to have the newest upgrade of our technology? Since it's hard to measure acceptance anyway, why do we spend so much time thinking about it? The truth is, no one is thinking about you as much as you think they are, right? They're really just thinking about themselves and whether or not they fit in. So what if instead of focusing on the outside, you focus on the inside, inner character like generosity and joy and contentment, the lasting qualities that will draw in the kind of people you want to have around. And number three, contentment. Ask yourself, am I buying stuff because I think it will make me feel like I've arrived and I'm satisfied? We all want to feel like we've got what we want, but it's like that oasis in the desert. It's only an illusion. There's always something just beyond what you thought was the ultimate destination. How many times have you thought or said out loud, when I get blank, then I will be blank, only to find yourself wanting more or even complaining about the thing that you wanted that you now have? Maybe we have it backwards. What if contentment didn't come from getting, but from giving? People who give tend to value what they have more. They make better use of their time and they're less wasteful. And the funny thing is, generous people tend to desire less. That's because they find contentment outside of accumulating. They found the value in investing in what really matters and brings true happiness. I hope you heard all that in love and know that I'm asking myself the same questions as we go through the simplifying process. But just hearing this will not change you. You must identify which one it is for you. So which personal motivation resonates most with you? Security, acceptance, contentment. There's nothing wrong with any of these personal motivations. They're all natural, but know that if they are misdirected, all of them will distract you from the life that you truly desire. So keep your motivations in check. Perhaps you'll discover yours is not even on the list. It may be something like inadequacy, jealousy, or selfishness, or even something else. So when it emerges, acknowledge it, set it in its place so you can see its effect on you and your thoughts, feelings, and actions. And then with every item you intentionally remove or don't buy, see the chains falling off of the power possessions have over you. Instead of seeing security and buying lots of stuff, seek it in loving relationships with others. Instead of trying to earn acceptance from others, redefine what success looks like for you. Instead of chasing contentment by running after the wrong things, let it come to you by giving things away. Don't worry. If you haven't removed a single item from your life yet, you're laying the foundation. And although you may not feel like you have your purpose and motivations all figured out, you're on your way to a simpler life when you start asking questions and start taking action. Before we go, I want to share a recent win I had with you. I was on a trip and I felt the urge to check out some local shops in search of some relic to remind, remember my time there. But with a simplified mindset, My standards were high, and I walked out empty-handed with only the memories in my heart and my mind. And as my good friend commented on the way out the door, if it's not a heck yeah, I don't need it. Amen to that. So, are you thinking about your motivation? Are you thinking about the reason behind all the stuff that you have? Good. 
because that's where it starts. And when you're thinking about your purpose, that life you want to create, it's going to make it even easier to take the next step. So next week, we'll talk about practical strategies for removing the stuff that you don't need and move on to how to handle some of those trouble spots. But in the meantime, keep it simple. Start looking around and asking why you have the stuff you have and find freedom in letting go to create space for what matters most. Thanks for tuning in to the Repurposed After 40 podcast. I trust this episode inspired you with practical ways to clear the clutter once and for all so you can invest your time, resources, and energy in what matters most. Because a simplified and spacious life allows you to breathe again and recommit to your purpose. Don't forget to grab your simplified morning plan to start your day focused, not distracted. You can find the link in the show notes below or on lissafiggins.com forward slash podcast. And may I ask a quick favor before you go? Posting, sharing, or reviewing this podcast helps us share the message with more women like you that a simplified life is possible. And until next time, my friend, remember, do less so you can live more.